I'll let you in on a little secret. Reaching your revenue goal won't change your life, but hitting your profit goal, that absolutely will. If you want to build a life-first business this year, you need to create more margin, both in your finances and in your schedule. If you're ready to double down on profit-generating strategies that actually work so you can work four-day weeks, go on real vacations, or even take the summers off, you won't want to miss this. In my free masterclass, Double Your Profit While Working Less, you'll learn exactly how to set your business up to scale so you can give yourself a raise, create a clear plan for how to work that dream schedule, and step into your CEO era, the one where you and your business aren't just surviving, but thriving. You can grab this free masterclass at www.jadeboyd.co backslash double your profit masterclass or go to the link in the show notes. Now back to the show. Absolutely ingrained in my brain. I can still hear exactly what her voice sounded like and the exact hand motions that she used as she stood in front of the classroom, slowly repeating this one phrase in hopes that it would probably sink into our teenage brains. I remember her saying, what we value, we do. How many times in the busyness of life have you found yourself not making time for the things that you value most? How many times have you found yourself unable to take the leap and invest in something that you say that you actually care about? My guess is that it happens more often than you'd like to admit. At least that's how I felt from time to time. It's also been said that if you want to know what someone values, look at their calendar and their bank account. What would your calendar say that you value the most? What would your bank account say that you value the most? In order to actually prioritize the things that matter most to you, you have to first make space for them in your budget and in your calendar. Today, we're going to talk about how to define and prioritize your essentials. And here's what I mean by essentials. The Oxford Dictionary defines essential as absolutely necessary, extremely important. I think of my essentials as my non-negotiable habits and routines that I plan into my schedule first each week. Making space and prioritizing my essentials helps me make sure that I'm actually going to show up for the things that I value most in my personal life, in my relationships, and in my business, even in the busiest of seasons. I'm going to give you a simple framework for identifying your essentials and making space for them in your daily and weekly life. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast, a podcast about redefining productivity for the modern woman in business and finding ways to work smarter, not harder, in business and life. I'm your host, Jade Boyd. I'm an MBA business strategist and mentor who helps overwhelmed business owners simplify and scale their service-based businesses with strategy and systems. On this podcast, we'll explore simple ways to earn more while working less. If you're ready to scale your business, bring order to chaos, ditch the busy work, and make space for what really matters, you come to the right place. Welcome to the Business Minimalist Podcast. So like I mentioned, I think of essentials in three main categories. The essentials that I need for my personal health, the essentials that I need for my relationship and relational health, and the essentials I need to grow a healthy business that's profitable and sustainable. And as much as we like to separate business from personal in life when it comes to our calendar or to-do list, the truth of the matter is that your personal health does affect your relationships. It does affect your business. It affects how you show up in your marriage. It affects how you show up as a business owner or as a coach or as a photographer. 
your relationships also affect your business. How often do people get ahead in business because they're good at building relationships? And your relationships can affect your personal health. Loneliness is huge right now. Our personal health is decreased when we don't have meaningful, healthy relationships in our life. And of course, the health of your business also affects your personal health and your relationships too. So if your business is really chaotic and you are not in alignment with your values, you are not implementing any boundaries with your clients, that is absolutely going to affect your personal life and your relationships. So what I found is that it is essential to look at these three areas and really decide what do you need to show up as your best self to live intentionally, to create meaning in the day-to-day when things are busy and you're balancing a lot. What are those essential things that are going to be non-negotiable so that you don't have to sacrifice your business, your health, or your relationships? So I'm going to share how I break down each of these three areas. It might look a little bit different to you, and that's totally fine, but I hope that in sharing how I break down my essentials, it'll give you a solid starting point for creating your own essentials and making space for them daily, weekly, so that you can live a more intentional life and show up for these different areas of your life without feeling like you're segmenting your day into a million pieces or having to choose work over relationships or relationships over your personal health. So let's start with personal health. I break the personal health category into six subcategories. So I think of it in terms of one, physical health and fitness, two, mental and emotional health, three, spiritual health, four, play slash rest, five, finances, and six, home. So for my physical health and fitness, here are what my essentials look like. I know that in order to take care of my physical health, I do have to prioritize and schedule that first because I will avoid things like meal planning and exercise like the plague. It's not something that has been super fun for me in this season. So for exercise, my essential is getting outside for 30 minutes every single day and taking a walk around the block. I used to have a really intense workout schedule where I would do a lot of running, a lot of HIIT workouts, and over the last couple of years, that just didn't feel as good to me anymore, but walking around the block is my essential for, it also contributes to my mental and emotional health, I think, but physical health for sure, just getting outside, getting some fresh air, moving my legs when I sit at my desk most of the day, super essential, and I do that almost every day. The second thing is meal planning. I have goals of eating a lot less processed foods. I've been learning so much about American diets and what's actually healthy and what's not healthy. And so I'm slowly incorporating a lot more whole foods and higher quality ingredients into my diet. And if I don't meal plan each week, I won't do this. It just it just doesn't happen naturally for me without planning ahead and knowing what ingredients I need and what recipes I'm making. And this is something that takes 15 minutes and completely changes the way that I eat for the entire week. So physical health, my essentials are exercise and meal planning. The second category is mental and emotional health. What are the essential things that you need to do in order to take care of your mental and emotional health each week? For me, that looks like having quiet, slow mornings. I know that if I wake up and immediately jump into my day, I will be frazzled, I will be very reactive, and I will not be stable throughout the day. I'll just be jumping around from thing to thing without any intention, without any grounding work done. 
So I need a quiet, slow morning when I wake up. And I'm privileged that I can choose my own schedule as an entrepreneur and plan in for a quiet, slow morning in this season of my life. And right now that is grounding me in my mental and emotional health. And part of that morning is also, like I said, taking a walk around the block, which has been very therapeutic. The third category is spiritual. So my husband and I are a member of a local church here. So one of our essentials is to go to church each Sunday, and we're also part of a community group. So attending that community group each week is also important for spiritual health. And then third, again, quiet, slow mornings is where I ground myself for the day and do practices like journaling and reading my Bible. That's all part of my morning routine. And what you'll find with a lot of the personal health stuff is that I put all of it in my morning routine. And that's like my time during the day that's non-negotiable, that I focus on my personal health before I show up for these other areas of my life. The fourth category is play and rest. My essentials are to take one week of vacation each quarter, even if we don't go anywhere, even if I just take a full week off to unplug, not be on social media, not do any work, not open my laptop, and just staycation one week each quarter, mandatory. Think about how much vacation you would want if you were working for somebody else. I would guess that you would want more than four weeks each year. So my essential is at least four weeks each year. And I know that if I don't break that up quarter to quarter, I risk burning myself out because I will work too hard. I know myself in that way. So that's one of my essentials. Another essential for plain rest is for me to shut off work outside of work. So no working on the weekends, no working after 5 p.m. Those are my boundaries when it comes to resting and getting time away from work. And my third essential is to create. And I write this in capital letters because that's it just makes it stand out to me, but capital C-R-E-A-T-E once each month. And what I mean by this capitalized create is to enjoy creativity and do something new, to create something that feels fun and exciting for me. That's something that I need every month. That's something that lights me up, that generates ideas, that helps me to relax and unwind, um, helps me to enjoy my free time when I have a specific way to spend it that's not working, right? Uh, So some examples of things that I've created, Uh, I've recently got into essential oils. So I'm creating things like hand soap or like a face serum and researching new ways to use essential oils, which has been really fun. It feels kind of like Harry Potter and like chemistry class or something, something like that combined. Uh, My husband has started to make sourdough bread. So I'm kind of along for the journey discovering how to make good sourdough bread. And I'm saving lots of different recipes for sourdough scones and sourdough crackers. And so creating a fun recipe or something unique and challenging can be kind of fun. I've recently gotten into watercoloring. And so when I was trying that for the first time, like exploring what do I need to do watercoloring and trying out my first painting, I'm still not very good at it, but it is really relaxing and restful to me. Or this could look like decorating or styling a new space in my house for December. It's probably going to be decorating my house for Christmas. And we haven't been able to do that in the three years that we've lived here so far because of the home construction process. So You can bet that I'm going to be putting a lot of effort and intention into picking out decorations and a Christmas tree and styling our house for Christmas. So those are some examples of things that I do to capital C create once a month in the play and rest category. The fifth one is finances. And it's kind of interesting to include finances as part of your personal health. But I do think that so much stress and anxiety 
especially for women, if your money mindset is not on point, is because of the way that you're managing your finances or being out of touch with where your finances are at or not having the plans in place or knowing where your retirement account is, knowing how much you should be saving each month. Um, So personal finances, for me, I lump into the personal health category because it does affect all these other areas of your personal life so much. So my essentials for finances are pretty simple. We budget once a month, and we haven't been great at being proactive about budgeting, but we do track all of our transactions and categorize them. But working ahead and setting the budget before the month begins, we haven't been as great at, but that is really helpful for me in terms of deciding where money is going to go each month and knowing where things are at. It's super helpful for me to go line by line and just see the numbers, even if they're the same basically every month. I have a really crappy memory, so it helps to go through those budget items and have those discussions with Caleb too. And the second thing is to categorize my transactions each week. So we use YNAB, You Need a Budget. It's a just a online budgeting software, and we combine all of our accounts and savings, investments, all of that, so we can see the big picture in one place. And all of our credit cards and bank accounts are integrated so that anytime a transaction comes through, we can categorize it and get an accurate picture of where our finances are at. So each week, Caleb does most of the categorizing, but I've been known to go to Target a time or two, and that doesn't necessarily tell us if that's a grocery item or a home item or like a Jade's fun money item, which it probably is more often than not. So there are some transactions that I go through and categorize each week so that, again, we have an updated view of where our finances are at. And the last thing is home. Your home affects your personal health so much. And I think that's why the home organization in the United States, especially where consumerism is rampant, is I it's a multi-million dollar industry. It might be in the billions at this point because we need our homes to be in order to improve our mental health, to improve our ability to show up for our personal health and have those healthy habits day in and day out. If your environment is stressing you out, it's going to affect your ability to rest. It's going to affect your ability to focus on your work. It's going to affect your ability to have peaceful relationships. If you're constantly stressed about clutter and laundry and house projects that are going on, So home is another really important category for us. It's been especially important as we're living in our house while doing DIY home renovations. I can't tell you how much it's affected our relationship and my personal health. So this is definitely an area where I needed to figure out what are my essentials for my home so that I can show up as the best version of myself. And for me, that's having a regular cleaning and tidying routine. So having the kitchen picked up each day having time each week to like vacuum the floors and clean the bathrooms and stuff like that. I have a regular routine that I fit into my schedule. And then for house projects, I found that I am a lot happier when I know what project is happening next. And I have a clear understanding of a realistic timeline for house projects because I've been known to get a little impatient when house projects run behind schedule. (laughs) So Having a clear understanding and time frame for what's happening that week on house projects has been super important for me. So before we move on to relationships, I want you to take a second and reflect on these six areas of personal health and notice what comes up for you. What is actually essential, non-negotiable for you to take care of your physical health and fitness, your mental and emotional health, your spiritual health, 
making time for play and for rest, taking care of your personal finances, and taking care of your home. But try to simplify it and ask yourself the question, is this actually non-negotiable? And if it's not, that's okay. It might not be included in this list. It might be a nice to have when it can fit into your schedule, but not a need to have at all costs type of thing. So make sure you differentiate between the two and don't overwhelm yourself by trying to create 30 different habits that you could do to take care of these things. Really ask yourself, what is essential? And like me, maybe it is creating a just quiet, slow morning, and that helps you show up spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, and maybe that's the one thing that is essential for you. Try to get it down to as few items as possible so that you can realistically fit them in regularly and make them your essentials. Okay, second, moving on to relationships and your relational health. So you can break this out into as many important relationships as you see fit for this season of your life and the people that are truly essential to your life. For me, I just have four categories. I have marriage, of course, family, friends, And then I also kind of have kids and I'm not pregnant. I don't have kids, but I'll talk about that in a second. So starting with marriage, what our essential has been is one, a weekly date night, which is non-negotiable. And we've been pretty good about not canceling or scheduling those things. And date night doesn't always mean going out to eat, although oftentimes we do. (laughs) We're kind of foodies. But sometimes date night is just taking 30 minutes intentionally to leave our phones at home and go on a walk together and talk to each other. It can be as simple as that. So when it comes to marriage, I found that if we can find one day a week where we can intentionally connect with each other and talk about the stuff that's going on, that's essential for us moving forward in our marriage and to getting on the same page about things, to having space to dream together because we both work from home and we spend a ton of time together day in and day out. And I think that makes it even harder for us to be intentional with our conversations because we're so used to being around each other. And if we're not intentional, we can slip into the habit of just being roommates instead of spouses. But that's the one thing that has been essential for the health of our marriage. For family, at this point, I don't have any essentials. I just have the general rule of if I get invited to a family event, we try to prioritize that and say yes as often as we can and go home for holidays and see people on birthdays and things like that. But there's nothing on a weekly basis that I have as part of my essentials at this point. For friends, I make it a goal to hang out with a friend at least once a week. So we have our community at church that we see at church and at community group, of course, Um, but at least once a week, I prioritize making space. If we're not invited to an event or invited over to dinner somewhere, then trying to make space for that one time a week as often as we can. And that could be just myself hanging out with a friend or Caleb and I both hanging out with another couple that we're friends with, either or just having that regular touch point week in and week out. And staying close with the people who are in our inner circle has been super refreshing and life-giving for us. And the last one I said was kids. And we are not pregnant, but we are thinking about having kids in the next couple years. So part of that for me is prioritizing my personal health and fitness and taking care of my mental health and (laughs) emotional health while I have the time and space to have so much flexibility around my morning routine and how I decide to use my time. 
So when it comes to kids, my priority kind of just rolls back into my essentials for my personal health at this point. But for you, when you're thinking about your relationships, think about those key relationships that you do value and ask yourselves, what are the essentials to actually make space and prioritize these things in the business of life? What are the rhythms and non-negotiable routines that you're going to implement in your own life to make sure you're able to show up for your relationships in the way that you want to? And last but not least is business health. Every business requires pretty much the same fundamental functions in order to thrive, but you might break out these functions differently depending on the structure or type of business that you have. But here are the essential categories that help me maintain and grow my coaching business. And I see this in five different overarching categories. There's marketing, clients, operations, personal development, and business development. And if you've listened to some of my other episodes, you'll know that this is also how I structure my to-do list every week so that I make sure I stay on top of all of these categories week in and week out. But here are what my essential non-negotiable habits are for each of these categories. So marketing, this is everything that involves promoting and selling products or services. My essentials for marketing really are just podcasting twice a month, sending an email to my list once a week, and every week showing up in some capacity whether that's on Instagram or the podcast or an email and promoting a lead generator or something that gives value to my audience. Everything else that I do in terms of marketing is nice to have, not need to have. So that includes extra blogging, Pinterest, and even Instagram. So I don't beat myself up if I don't show up on Instagram three to five times a week because it's not part of my essentials for the way that I'm marketing my business. And that's okay. And I do show up pretty regularly on Instagram stories as I'm thinking about it. It's kind of a habit that dies hard, but I've been a little bit quieter on my Instagram feed lately because this year I've seen such a shift in my business and have seen such great impact. And I've talked about this before in the podcast. I've just seen a lot more results come from my podcast and my email this year. So that really is my essentials for marketing and what I'm building my business off of. So think about your own marketing and what is truly non-negotiable. What is actually driving the most results when it comes to marketing your business? Are all the channels you're on truly non-negotiable or is it only two or three that are actually driving the majority of your results? And not to say that you can't show up in your purpose content on more than that, but what are your essentials when it comes to marketing and promoting your products and services to to your audience? The second category is clients. Uh, You could think of this as customers or like product service delivery. So obviously after you market your products and services and get the sale, then you have to serve that product or service to your clients. And there's so much that goes into this, right? But when it comes to making time for the essentials, the the one thing that makes this area of my business work, for me, it comes down to Monday client check-ins with my coaching clients. So every single Monday, I'm checking in on each of my coaching clients I'm looking at the goals that they set at the beginning of our relationship working together. I look at the plan that we have for our time working together. I think back to what we talked about last week, things that they said they were going to do. And I check in with every one of my clients every Monday saying, we were talking about this last week. How'd that end up? What is your top priority for this week and how can I support you? And I found that that is the one thing that I need to stay on top of all of my client work to be able to provide them all of the support. If there's anything that I said that I would send them that I hadn't sent yet, Monday is my time to check in on those things and get it done. 
So that's my one thing that helps me keep on top of client and customer work at this point. So when you think of your product or service delivery or the work that you're doing for your clients and customers, what is truly essential and non-negotiable for you to do each week in order to move the needle in your business in this area? It is really difficult to build a business when the key areas that affect your success, you're like thinking about them and trying really hard at just the basic things that keep a business going. So these areas I'm talking about, they're required in order for your business to grow and they shouldn't be complicated. They shouldn't require extraordinary effort for you to show up and do them day in and day out. If you want to make things easier for you in business, figure out how to simplify the essentials that you need to do each week to show up, whether that's making the template so that that client check-in each week becomes easier or automating the things that can be automated so that you don't have to remember to do them every week. You don't think about them at all. Figure out what the essentials actually are for you to show up and do versus the details that aren't adding as much impact or don't need to be done by you. Okay, third area is a wide area, which is operations. And I also call this like administrative work. It's kind of the tasky things that keep you in business and need to get done but don't necessarily move your business forward. So think of this as like managing your finances, legal stuff. Um, if you have employees that might be like HR boxes that you have to check. But my essentials really come down to my weekly review, which I've talked about before on the podcast, the one routine that keeps me productive. I'll link that episode in the show notes and a monthly review, which I think of as kind of like my CEO day, a check-in on my goals and where I'm headed the next month, having a plan for the next month ahead and checking off a lot of the maintenance tasks that need to be done, like checking my post office box or recording my monthly marketing metrics. I've kind of batched all of that operations admin stuff that I need to do into either my weekly review or my monthly review. And then in the day-to-day, I just don't really think about it because I know there's going to be a point where I check in and get all that stuff done when it needs to be done. The next area is personal development. Personal development is such an important part of being a small business owner, especially a solopreneur, because the level of your business will be limited by the level of your personal development. Your business will not outgrow your level of skills, your mindset, your ability, your knowledge if you are the CEO of your business. So for me, what it looks like to prioritize my personal development, my essential non-negotiables for personal development are one, I attend Empower Her, which is a local group of women in business that meet bi-weekly. I'm actually a leader this year for the collective in my area. So that's non-negotiable. I show up twice a month to lead, co-lead those meetings with another member. The second thing, I have a small group of kind of like an informal mastermind that I meet with once a month. So we speak into each other's businesses. We troubleshoot challenges that we're having. That's non-negotiable once a month. And lastly, I have three hours on my calendar every week to go through the things that I sign up for. I'm kind of a personal development junkie. And I found that if I don't make time on my calendar, I will download all the things. I'll buy the courses and not actually get to them. So I have and click up my little personal development plan. And if you have bought the Organize Your Business template, which is my template for organizing my business in one place, I'll link that in the show notes if you want to learn more. But part of that is my personal development plan and choosing the one thing that I'm going to focus on. So right now I'm focused on taking a digital course, which is kind of an intense beefy digital course. So every week there's a module that takes at least three hours of my time. And Thursday afternoons is when I prioritize making time to get through those modules and do the work. 
And lastly is business development. So think of these as the one-time projects that are going to get your business to the next level. This might be redoing or building a website. This might be creating a new offer. This might be launching a digital course or improving your client workflow. There are a lot of one-time projects that are needed to get your business to where you want it to be. So my non-negotiable, my essentials for business development in my life is setting aside three mornings each week that are unscheduled focus time. I block them on my calendar so I know that no matter what, I will not have any meetings scheduled. I can take breaks in that time and check in with clients if I need to, but overall, it's undistracted time for me to crank out these projects that are on my list. And right now, I have a lot of business development projects as my business has shifted so much this year. I'm launching the planner. I'm launching a digital course and rolling up my coaching program into more structured format for 2023. So there's a lot of projects that I have going on and I need that time on my calendar in order to actually get through those things and do a good job and make them quality projects. So what you might have noticed in a lot of these areas is that essentials comes down to how you manage your time. They have to have a space on your calendar. It can't just be, I need to do this every week, but when are you going to do that every week? If you don't set aside time for it, it's going to fall to the wayside, especially if it's not something that's urgent every week. So even if your subcategories look a little bit different, I want you after today's episode to really sit down and think about what are the non-negotiable habits and routines that you need to take care of your personal health? What are your essentials for your relationships? And what are truly your essentials for your business? What is actually non-negotiable versus nice to have when it comes to the goals that you have for your business? I hope that today's episode has helped you to think about productivity a little bit differently. I hope that it's given you permission to simplify in your business, to not choose everything, to choose a few things that are truly important and give yourself grace in showing up in those other areas that maybe aren't driving the same level of results for you or your business. If you found today's episode helpful, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening in today. In the month of October, if you leave a review, take your screenshot and send it to me on Instagram at jadevoid.co, and I'm going to send one lucky listener a free download of my Organize Your Business template. So again, if you leave a review, screenshot it, and send it to me in the month of October 2022, I'm going to select one lucky winner to receive a free copy of my Organize Your Business template. Thanks for listening in today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Business Minimalist Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be so grateful if you'd rate it on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening today. Your rating and review will help more small business owners discover helpful episodes each week. Don't forget to check out the show notes for the tools and resources mentioned in today's episode because good ideas don't grow businesses, action does. And if you want more business minimalist tips and resources, head on over to Instagram and follow me at jadevoid.co. I'd love to hear what you took away from today's episode. I'll see you next time on the Business Minimalist Podcast. The number of women burning out is at an all-time high right now, and I'm on a mission to change that. If you're a service provider who's feeling overwhelmed, overworked, and underpaid, don't let another year go by staying stuck. The Business Edit is a 12-month group coaching program that helps you declutter your business from top to bottom so that you can have shorter to-do lists, a clear strategy to scale, and know exactly what to focus on each week to drive results in your business. 
You'll end the year with the business that you've been dreaming of building, one that gives you your life back and pays you more than you've ever made before. In the program, you'll follow my signature five-step method for scaling your service-based business. You'll get business minimalist strategy, marketing, systems, and productivity roadmaps that are simple to understand and easy to implement, plus 12 months of customized one-on-one coaching to help you every step of the way. Join me inside the business edit at www.jadeboyd.co backslash coaching and get my step-by-step blueprint with everything you need to build your dream business in 2024. Now back to the show.